Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, Ross and my hammers eleven. Hope you're all safe and well. Today's guest, well, um, you know, during lockdown, we've all tried to do things. You know, uh, I know, learn the ukulele, bake some banana bread, start a YouTube channel, nostalgic one, ask, interviewing fans and ex-players about their memories of West Ham and their lives. And some of us amongst us, I don't know, sign an exclusive podcast deal with Spotify. <laughs> 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 Which one's Jack? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Banana bread, him and Fiona. No, they're definitely um, no. For those you don't know, obviously Jack, Jack mate, Jack Dean. Um, Jack is a podcaster and a YouTuber. I always say podcaster first because that's where I got to know Jack very well for his podcast. And you know, obviously, exclusively available through Spotify, the full episodes. And he's doing, as the kids say, absolute bits at the moment. It was like fifth, wasn't it? I was looking. Was it like fifth or whatever? Your yeah, podcast. Um... Was it? Oh, mate, it's mad. It's mad. It's still surreal when I go on there and click on the charts and it's at the top. It's like, who's listening to this? <laughs> it's it's mad. It's, people, man. Yeah, I'm very honoured. No, it's brilliant. More, more honoured to be on here, mate. More honoured to be well, on Well, you know, I, I mean, you know, it's, <laughs> to be honest, it's an accolade many people are, are waiting to be on. But no, and that's the thing. It's like, and obviously Jack is a massive West Ham fan. We see the... He figured out how to do the um, emote, emote, emojis. God, I sounded like, like a really old man just then. But yeah, you know, so Jack, so Jack's a massive West Ham fan. So, and that was sort of great for me because obviously I've been following Jack for a long, many, many years. Obviously for the YouTube stuff and obviously then the the Happy Hour podcast. And it was like when you had that announcement, I was like, oh, it was like really sort of like because I know how much you've grafted, and it's like it's so nice to see. Uh, one of our boys done good do you know what i mean thank you mate no i appreciate that mate yeah no fucking yeah i was i'm not done if i lad swear on air am i of course you had (laughs) 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 you're all right man so i'll be demonetized as you know but yeah um (laughs) no it's it's awesome man it's really really good and it's like as i said he's been doing absolute bits and i know how much he graphs and although every time me and jack seem to try and chat to each other he's stuck on the service stations having a greg so it's nice for him to have a conversation about sausage roll in his hand so there we go 
<laughs> I know. I, I mean, like, I woke up today, today of all days, and I was like, I'm going to start a fitness journey today. Like, I'm going to start and get a bit more fit. And then I went downstairs literally before we recorded this and had a bag of Monster Munch, pickled onion. So, so it's just, it's an, it's an endless cycle, mate. Greg's and, and Monster Munch. <laughs> yeah. Why? Well, you should do a brand deal with Greg's. It's not funny with the meal deal stuff you do. But yeah, yeah no. <laughs> I'd love to. <laughs> exactly. Get that black card. Get that Greg's black card. <laughs> yeah. You know. It'd be awesome, man. But apart from apart from obviously being an incredibly busy man, so we're very, very happy for you to you found the time to chat more or anything. Um, how have you been like, you know, normally? Normally, you're all right? Yeah, I'm all right, mate, to be fair. I'm all right. I I, I mean I I do like being busy. It's one of them ones where when I'm busy, I always wish I wasn't as busy. But then when I'm not busy, you always wish you like grass is always greener on the other side. Yeah, yeah. So 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 this year with the podcast and whatnot and and everything that's happened with that, I've kind of taken the time to actually appreciate being busy because well, obviously we all went through that terrible kind of like lockdown period where yeah. stuff was a bit more difficult to do. So so especially during that time, it made me realise like it made me crave actually doing stuff again so yeah. now i mean I'm, I'm very very lucky i'm able to, to carry on do, doing my job uh, even even if we were to have another lockdown so i have to yeah. sort of touch wood on on that and, and and appreciate what i have there but yeah um all good mate all all um all, all busy all good all, all all happy what about what about you oh i'm not bad i'm all right all right keep yeah. busy keep my nose clean keep me out of trouble as i said student this is keeping me busy which is nice during the cause that's why i started it because like you know i was sitting around like i'd watched I'd watch, you know, you'd watch Tiger King and you'd done, you know, you'd watch everything. And I was like, do you know what? I'm really fucking bored. And I've had enough of watching Australian reality TV shows. That's all my wife watches, you know, Australia. Uh, yeah. Cause it was Australia married at first sight and it was Australia. It seemed to be Australia, love Island and wherever it was on Netflix. Oh, and she, oh, she winds me up. You know, the other, she's, she's always been watching the third series of Riviera already. I was like, well, that's, that's me done, isn't it? That's me done. I'll tell you during lockdown i really got upset and i am not this kind of person at all i'm like you russ so like if if my girlfriend watches any of that kind of crap tv i'm not i'm not into it luckily she doesn't but yeah. but i got into um i think it was an american show uh it was called 90 day fiance uh <laughs> and i really got into it mate and there's new episodes coming out on amazon prime every friday and like fiona would my partner would want to go out and like, go for a run or something i'll be like now nah, i'm watching this 90 day fiance i've really got to find out what happened between <laughs> Brett and Clive, <laughs> I've no idea why. And then once that stops, because I've completed the whole series, I was sort of lost. Didn't know what to do. Yeah. Did some work after that. <laughs> I know, isn't it? It's like work's a distraction. Mm. And that was like with football yeah. as well. You know, it's like, I mean, that's why we started the channel. That's why it went quite well because there's no football and everyone was like craving something. And so we cut the idea and it, it sort of yeah, took off. And uh, and then we had that sort of like from restart, we had that massive binge of football, like an avalanche, you know, four games a day. And it was like, yeah. like the World Cup, wasn't it? And it was just mental. Yeah, it was and then class. it just went, it was really good. Are you, are you a crowd noise on or off person? I'm, I'm 100% on. I can't have it off. Yeah. I can't have it off. I look, I, I, are you off? Nah, nah. Even when I'm at the stadium, I'm I'm on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. I just, I, I just, it doesn't feel right for me. It feel, it feels like it just, it feels like a friendly, um, like a preseason yeah. friendly or, or or like a training match, like without it on. So I, I have to have it on. I don't think I've ever. I think the longest I've gone without it on, without the crowd noise on, is probably about ten ten minutes. Just can't do it. it just feels yeah. weird. Feels yeah. dystopian. Yeah, it's a good word. <laughs> good. <laughs> and that's you're right and i think it's you know i just i i switch it off you know if i'm watching a away game i switch it over just so i can hear someone swear 
just mm. because it's it's nice to nice to go fuck off, you know. And then the <laughs> commentator tries to apologise, <laughs> apologise for having rude language. Like, well, so like a couple of years ago, do you remember before before COVID and everything? I think it was this was years ago in the World Cup or the Euros when Joe Hart was screaming for the ball back and he was give me the fucking ball, give me the fucking ball to the fans. I was like, wow, these players actually do talk and swear yeah. and stuff. And yeah, now it's just like it's commonplace. You hear it every week. So yeah, it's crazy, man. It's, it's crazy, yeah. but no, it's uh, you know I think everyone's quite adjusted to it now. It's quite weird. I think mm. you know everyone's quite craving to get back, but I think you know be fair a lot of people get, get a better view than they do if they were going to see it live and there's no risk mm-hmm. of anything you know affecting them so to speak so yeah yeah it's um you know as long as as long as teams keep winning as long as West Ham, you know obviously we're a bit of a bit of a role at the moment so you know long mate oh, continue mate, tell me about weekend. that so, yeah, yeah mad mad run of form yeah. four nil three nil all going on however on the on the day we were in this have you seen the, the ben ramen news just come out a minute ago yeah <laughs> yeah there we go man's oh, got injured god. okay <laughs> oh god do you know what is he do you know what's wrong with him no well apparently someone reckons it's uh it's a knock he got at the at the internationals but i don't think he, i didn't think he played the second game or he might be on the bench but yeah, yeah. but it would be funny if we got if we got a if we got Addy Carroll and, and Jack Wiltshire through uh fitness tests, <laughs> I'm sure Ben Rama can pass it. You know what I mean? The, the guys seven goals true. last season. So we'll see That's what happens. True, but you know, it's uh, mm. it is it's just being a West Ham fan, Jack, isn't it? You, and everyone yeah. doesn't yeah, it's not done to it's not it's not done so they've got the shirt or the or the scarf outside, you know, the, the training ground. So uh Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. It'd be brilliant if we got him. It'd be brilliant. Exactly what we need. Yeah. I, I just think so. Just like that flair player that we, we all crave and every, we get him every sort of cyclical. So every sort of few years one comes along. So if it's Joe Cole or Decanio or Payet, you know, yeah. not, not saying he's as good as Payet, but no, mm. I think it's good, man. And uh yeah, and hopefully hopefully we can get it all sorted. Although I think that means we if he hasn't signed now, I don't think he, he might be able to play Can't in time. No. Yeah, I, th- I thought he had to be confirmed by 12 to play against Spurs, yeah. but yeah, who knows, mate? Who who knows? Yeah, who knows? But you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But uh, no, it's been all but behind, apart of a West Ham fan, as you know, mm-hmm. for many many years. So, yeah, I, I, so I've got to say, I, I heard you. I heard you on another on another um, episode you did. I can't remember exactly who you were talking to because uh, I watched so many in one go. But you were talking about your first memory. Uh, actually, no, it was the introduction video you did on your channel, and you were talking about your first memory when you went to Upton Park and you played Oxford, and you yeah. and uh, Oxford scored in the first minute, and your granddad turned to you and went, "You got a lifetime of this, son." I was just like, "Yeah, yeah that's, that is bang so on." True. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. so true. Um, yeah. <laughs> It is though. You wouldn't it, change it for the world, would you? No, you wouldn't change it for the world. And, and so on. I spoke to someone the other day, and they were saying, "Oh, we, I wouldn't want to win the league." And I was like, Do "You know what? <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean." Because I think yeah. we'd always be, even if we won the league, we'd moan that we didn't score enough goals, or we conceded too many, <laughs> or we're going to put out a weakened side in the Champions League. You know, it's, that's just <laughs> us. That's just being a West Ham fan. Yeah. I likened it to, um, I mean, you know, playing the guitar. And when you learn the guitar, you have to get your fingers callous, don't you? You know, yeah. just so you can start pushing hard on the strings, and that's like being a West Ham fan. You're calloused <laughs> towards any sort of so even this sort of run we're going on. We know, mm. you know, Tottenham. You know, everyone's quite confident we're going to beat Spurs, and you know, fair enough. And then, you know, you know if we play Burnley or whatever, they go, "Oh, we're going to lose that one." You know, that's that's what we know. Yeah, like, yeah. You do it while you can. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah, it yeah, very yeah. often, man. It yeah, often. I know what you mean. 
<laughs> but anyway, the first question I always ask is, "What's your favorite meal?" Dog? No, no. Um, the first question <laughs> I always ask is, um, "Is why you're a West Ham fan, Jack?" Because I know you're a Norwich boy, but um, you know why West Ham? Um, I didn't. I'm much like a lot of people. I didn't. I didn't have a choice in the matter. My my dad is is West Ham. Um, has been his whole life. So he's from that kind of sort of way well more so that way than I am being down in Norwich and uh, when I was a baby I think I was about two or three months old he put a West Ham beanie hat on me I've got pictures of the hat almost looking like a sleeping bag of uh, how big it is compared to my head and um, yeah didn't really have a choice um, just brought me up on it uh, he, I always say that he's the only West Ham fan in the country that's actually a glory hunter because he was a QPR fan until he was 10 and then um, West Ham won the FA Cup. I think that was when Trevor Brookings scored that diving header in the 1980 FA Cup final. And yeah. um, and and all his friends were, were QPR fans. He was from a family of QPR fans. And he went, quite like West Ham. So he just changed at, at, at 10 years old. So that was the only glory they ever got from there. He thought that was going to yeah. be a running a running theme. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. 40 years old. I was the same. I, was, I had supported him in like 92, 93. The season he went up from the champion. What was the cha- division one? What was the championship? Previous? And uh, yeah, so people call me a glory hunter as well, because like, you know, we were, we were, we were beating Oxford United 3-0. <laughs> Cambridge United two 0 but uh, you yeah, know it's uh, yeah it's uh, I don't think anyone can claim West Ham fans being glory hunters. But, no, uh, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. It's, it's funny. A lot of people do that. A lot of people support West Ham because of that 1980 FA Cup final because they were like, "What's all that one? Oh, they've won. Yeah, yeah. okay, fantastic. Yeah, and that was a one-off. Yeah. That, um, imagine if you got to pick your international teams and you picked Greece after they won like Euros 2004 or something like that. That's, like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's how it. <laughs> can't see anything wrong can't see any economical disasters happening in greece there yeah. we go you can't see the double recession no 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 there yeah. we go. we're, we're, the, we're the greece of, of club football we are the greece of club yeah. football yeah <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i know and it's just like yeah but as you said again i just think because because we don't win anything because things like the ben rama thing happens you know mm-hmm. we just have this sort of like it's it's weird we're different compared to other fans i think definitely you know what i mean mm-hmm. we just have this sort of yeah. you know this sort of uh join our own pain you know we know yeah. we're gonna oh but nah, nah, we're going to yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. go for a pub hunt afterwards and we'll come home and we'll go yeah see it will you know unsub you know the uh d-series link match of the day um and then <laughs> my wife doesn't need to tell me how west ham have done the first thing i do is walk in you know they might be watching out of the voice whoever unserious link oh he lost today <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what time's curry arriving? But yeah, Sadoist <laughs> <Well, laughs> yeah, so, or something—is that what they call it? Someone who's addicted to pain, Sadoist, yeah, something yeah. like that. That's yeah, what we that's, are. That's what yeah. we are. We're not in it for the football, yeah. are we? No, we back the wrong no. horse if we were. But um, yeah, yes, yeah, and, that, and that's mm. and that's what half the fun is. You know, it's just like being that sort of West Ham. You know, be and I think that's why other fans sort of are slightly you know jealous of us in that respect you know i have on this mm. channel we have people like you know arsenal fans Tottenham fans liverpool fans all message me and say you know i, I watch the channel because it's really fun because we don't have anything like this and it's like nice hearing sort of this sort of community and it is it's like, it's like a community it's like a little family yeah 100%. Nice. so yesterday 100%. we had um and back you know claren blue tv you know I, little ilo it's her birthday coming soon and they raised a thousand pounds in a couple of hours you know just doing a bit of a phonathon awesome yeah. Also, yeah, it just shows yeah, the top work. Yeah, it is. I mean, we did mm. we did twenty thousand in the uh, in September for Iron Sporting Food Banks. 
without mm. blinking an eye. You know, amazing, amazing fans. Yeah. Um, yeah and obviously, wow. since since being since being sort of like the the beanie hat placed on your head from the age of two, although yeah. I can beat that, my daughter, I put my daughter in the playoff trophy within two days of her being born. So yeah, her due date was <laughs> her due date was the playoff final, and um, oh wow, and I had a really good seat. So mm. um, I was at Wembley, and uh, yeah. yeah, and so yes, she was in part. You know, and so it just gets in your clothes. You can't get you once you're in, you're in. You can't really get out. Yeah. Of it. So, um, mm. but yeah, obviously since then, as you said, you know, big West Ham fan, obviously. And do you remember your first game? Yeah, I do. I, I think I, I think I can't remember the exact timings. I think maybe I was about thirteen. 15 i'm not too sure but i got got given some uh some west ham tickets off off my mum and dad in a, in a birthday card i remember i cried because i'd never been before and um it was it was upton park obviously and um it was a fifth round fa cup replay um against bolton and uh, we we done them. Bolton were a bogey team of West Ham's uh, back then. I remember we were losing. We was losing against them all the time in the league. They had Kevin Davies up top and whatnot. And um, and we beat them two one. It went to extra time. Uh, I think Marlon Howard may have scored the winner. Um, quite quite late on in extra time. And there was flares thrown on the pitch. And obviously it was underneath the floodlights because I think it was a Monday night game. And oh, it was just the most magical magical moment ever. And um, I remember coming out of the stadium, you know, when they make like a little highlights package and play it to some music, like of what you've just seen as you're walking out. And uh, at the time, Niles Barkley, Crazy, was like the, the big the big song. And um, that was one of my favorite songs anyway at the time. So I've come out and um, just like walking with my dad and I look up at the screen, watch the highlights uh, of what I'd just watched anyway. And it was just the most magical moment. And now from now, from then on, like that song is just like a firm favorite of, of mine. And whenever I hear that song, it just takes me back to like Upton amazing. Park underneath the floodlights, that, 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 that special night. Yeah. It was just, yeah, it was amazing. So I couldn't, I couldn't it's, really ask for a much no. a better, better first game. Of course not. And, it, and it's, and it's one of those things when it, when it comes to music and things like that and smells, how something, just something, you know, a couple of bars of a track or, or a smell can take you back. It's like when I go, when I smell cheap burgers, um, <laughs> it takes me back to green street and walking along and Christ yeah. knows what they were cooking. But that, mm. and, and as you said, some songs as well. So even now, if I listen to if I'm on the radio or, you know, I don't know, something like, uh, I don't know, like twist and shout comes on the radio, whatever. I start thinking, you know, we've won the game because that's the only time I play it is when we play twist and shout. I don't hear it very often <laughs> until recent years. So, um, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's love. Yeah. I love that type of stuff. And as you said, it's about yeah. sort of the memories and the sensory sort of, and because of that, mm-hmm. I don't think they haven't interviewed anyone. I think, I think I want to say, Jack, I think you are 200th guest. I think. Oh, wow. Wow, I think so, and you know, I mean, yeah. if you are, you've it's a l- illustrious career because illustrious group because we've had Chesney Hawks, he was our fiftieth, um, Chris Akabusi <laughs> was our hundredth, and you are too. I think wow. you are too. But anyway, for the hundred and ninety nine or two hundred, you know, people don't say, "Yeah, I went to the first game and that was it." I was like, "Yeah, okay, it was all right." I didn't bother going back. Everyone was like, "Right, first game, walked in, that's it. I'm it. I'm never gonna. That's the team I support, and and yeah. that's it." And then you blink. And you've been a supporter mm. for like twenty years, twenty five years, without even thinking about it. And yeah, uh, it's insane. It is insane. My dad's first crazy. game was was I think it was a Boxing Day game. He, to be fair, although he's been a West Ham fan all his life, he it, it was only about five or six years before I went to my first game that he managed to get down. But um, he his first game was a five nil win against Charlton on uh, Boxing Day, and uh, I think I think it was Boxing Day, and. Um, 
I think the Canio may have scored a hat trick that day. I'm not. I'm not. Into, I'm not entirely sure. I may have got the bits wrong there. But I mean, yeah. what a fir- what a first game. What a first game. You can't have. You can't yeah. get not much better than that. You really can't. Nah, nah, nah. nah. You're right. And it's like it's. And then some people I know that like, yeah, my first game we'd lost three 0 to Norwich or something like that, and they go, do you know what? But that was perfect. I didn't care what the score was because it was like mm. I was in it, and actually you're hardened at an early age then you don't think it's going to be five new every game which is not too no. bad so as i said yeah it's like it's, it's like losing your virginity it's never a bad <laughs> yeah. time it's never a bad time because it's out <laughs> you've got you've got that one i wish to find out once uh i had a daughter so yeah at least had it once in my life but yeah <laughs> it's funny how it gets revealed in these things when people just chat you know? yeah. but no it's uh it's all good but as you said you know it's it's just a it's, it's a magical place i think it's a magical club mm-hmm. and um and you just see now you know when everyone pulls together they, this the type of things they do and yeah mm-hmm. there's all you know there's there's lots of discontent in the world and stuff but you know, mm-hmm. it's it's nice to see West Ham to, you know, the guys all pulling together and things with the charities and stuff. And uh, yeah. obviously, we, yeah, I I know the the story why you don't go, you know, about about you and the, and the London Stadium. And yeah. and I just think, to be honest, everyone's in the same. Everyone's a West Ham fan, and doesn't matter where they come from, as long as they support the club. And, and you know, we've we've interviewed guys fucking from from India to Las Vegas and everyone in between. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. everyone's a West Ham fan, man. And it's yeah, I just think it was a. I think unfortunately that instant was very much. Um, very much uh, the minority, isn't it? The, 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 yeah, the loud yeah, yeah, minority, yeah, yeah. isn't it? We know yeah, that's happened. the. That's, this... that's what on. I was trying to say on the on the on the podcast about it, it being a minority, but like being somebody that like likes to see themselves as a bit of a, a bit of a comedian, a bit of a storyteller, like that. That's a story that I can pull on quite easily. Yeah, so exactly. I, 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 if anything, for me like i'm a west ham fan like i love west ham i love west ham fans like yeah. I, I see it as part of a part of being part of a club being part of a family but i'm still gonna banter the like the fuck out of it because of just, that's just that's what that's what i do yeah and Definitely and to be do. fair that guy and his pals that if, I, I'm not sure if, if your audience know the story, but I just had a season ticket at London Stadium, and this guy just gave me shit for a year just because I've been given yeah. my ticket. But um, I, I, I get what he was going on about. Like he's he's probably a, a bit of a grafter, and he has to pay for his ticket. And then I just sw- yeah. come along and, and get given mine. But I mean. Uh, which West Ham fan out there, if they were offered a season ticket to the first year we were at London Stadium and their exactly. dad a ticket to get their dad a ticket as well, is not going to get, is not going to take it. And what I was trying to say, Russ, in that other pod, which I don't think I mentioned, is because I'd been privileged enough to have been given that, I could have then been lazy and not turned up to games because it's like, well, I didn't pay for it anyway. So I'd have come, but my love of the club I was like, with me and my dad are still going every single week. So mm-hmm. I, did, I didn't think. I didn't think, although I was in a very privileged position, I didn't think I was any different to any other fan. I was still there to enjoy and, and support the team. But yeah, I, I have a lot of banter with West Ham fans, but really, it's, it's all love. I don't, I don't, I don't really take it too, too serious. No, exactly. And I mean, yeah, I mean, it's happened with Spence as well, and 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 there yeah. was an instant with Spence and the, and the way he trips. And I just think, yeah, I think also, I think is people are, yeah, if everyone's in a different position, looking there, you know, as you said, if someone offered you a free West Ham ticket, uh, yes, mm. and also for your dad, which must have been amazing to give your dad a free yeah. ticket as well. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And so, yeah, I mean, you know, mm. it's, it is what it is, and it's like me, it's like you know, they are, yeah, when I've been, I've been doing the. DJ it was 20 seasons now I think now and it's like you know mm-hmm. yeah sometimes people get <laughs> a little shit it's like, why did you play that song you jinxed us no sorry you jinxed, you jinxed us they, they put it with G so it's like yeah I I, I pasted you 
against you. Bless. You know, it's like, go fucking hell. Sorry, yeah, the club, yeah, the players were going to be, yeah, all right, we're going to win today. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Russ is playing Foo Fighters. That's it. We're turning it off now. That's it. We're going to, it's like, yeah, it's mad. Oh, it's mad. And also, yeah, the fact is, you're not just, yeah, you're not, you don't live around the corner. You live in Norwich. And I know for a fact that he's a trek and off getting down yeah, from London yeah. to Norwich. Yeah. Oh, actually, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, go on. Go on. Go on, you go first, man. Go on. <laughs> yeah, like it, it, it is a bit of a trek. Like two, two, two and a half hours. Like it's five hour round trip on on a, on a Saturday. It's, I'm not going to make out like it's the like it's the it's the worst thing in the world. Like no. Geo, for example, like he, yeah. he he comes from Scotland and whatnot. So yeah. so you got you got to give credit where it's due. But 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 this this bloke, this specific one that was making my life a bit of a bit of misery there. Um, he's definitely. He was definitely an East London lad. Like he, he's he's round the corner. So like, if you're going to give me, don't call me a plastic when I'm probably like tra- traveling way further than you. Like Geo, exactly. if he called me a plastic, I'd probably go fair enough, mate. Like enough. Yeah. The, yeah, but but someone like that, I'm not. Yeah, not so much. No, no, exactly. Actually, no, I was about to say I'm actually I, I'm doing that drive next week. So yes, I'll be uh, yes off to, off to Chroma. Glamping. Oh, are you? Why are you going to Chroma? Glamping, glamping in Chroma. <laughs> Oh, How middle stuff. class love am I? Glamping. Yeah, and I do like. Yeah, I, to be honest, never been, I, I've got the caravan. Here we go, Caster on Sea. So oh, okay. I like Caster yeah. and Great. Yeah, North, that's, Norfolk Coast. Love it. That's love what it. we do. Love it. So yes, yeah, so mm. it's going to piss down next week. So guaranteed <laughs> because we're we're going glamping. It's the first time I've managed to get my wife in a tent in ten years. That sounds really weird. <laughs> I should, I should it like that, but, but it's got to be glamping. So it's got to be have, have a you know a plug to to put the hair straighteners in and stuff. So obviously, <laughs> right, I'm, not, not, for, not for me, obviously. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that'd be gone. fun. <laughs> long gone, long gone. They weren't as long as before lockdown when my wife decided to cut my hair for me and I, and I gave her my beard trimmer and um, I had alopecia by the end of it, it looked like, because it's, <laughs> it's not the same thing. I thought it'd be the same thing, but it wasn't. But uh, <laughs> yes, it's good. You live and learn. Yeah. You literally do. It's all part. It's all part of the tapestry of life. But um, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, let's get into this eleven because because I know you've been you've been sort of you know there's been last minute you know transfer changes as well and yeah. I know a lot of heartache into this eleven. Um, mm-hmm. So as I said, everyone we've had everyone we've had on the channel has, has picked an eleven bar. Um, Harry Redknapp, Ian Bishop, and Nigel Riacoka. They haven't picked elevens. So that they got out of it. But everyone else, I've insisted. And well, what, um, what did so, they? What did they do? So. Well, <laughs> Harry, Harry, um, Harry started to do it and then realized he didn't have enough. He, he had so many players he could pick. So he didn't want So he just spoke about players that he loved playing with rather than the right. manager. And, I, and he was a bit, he was a bit strapped for time as well. Bless him. He turned right, up 20 okay. minutes late and had to, had a call with Americans and, and Bish, Bish didn't want to just piss anyone off. So yeah. that's the type of that man Bish is. And Nigel, yeah. well, Nigel's Nigel. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a complex individual. And he was like, I'd let the fans decide on the best 11 with me in. Okay, Nigel. Right, God okay. bless you. God bless you. Yeah, strange, strange character by all accounts. But uh, So anyone else, so, so the idea is you pick an 11 based on the, the plays you've been alive to see play. So the idea being is, you know, if, if, if we said, oh, what's your ultimate 11? It would always be mm-hmm. Robbie Moore and Trevor Rogan, but you mean weren't there to mm-hmm. see him. So, not fair where you put them in, so that's it, man. Um, you can play whatever formation you want, doesn't matter. It's all mm-hmm. players that mean something to you. So, um, what we'll do is we'll start off in goal. Um, so who's in goal for the Jack 11? Right, okay, so I've gone for kind of like um, I'll tell you now, my, my 11, they're not sort of like I'm not thinking, I've not thought too much outside the box. I've gone for 11 that have given me 
at least a big moment each. So nice. some of them are, are, are the best in, in that position, I think, undisputably. Some some not so much. And I think uh, the, my goalkeeper is probably the, the, the weakest of the 11. Um, I've gone for Adrian. Adrian. Yeah, which is a bit of a bit of a mix up. I know obviously um now uh, with um he, he's at Liverpool and he he's 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 getting his flappy hands all over the place yeah. and his misplaced short passes and stuff and it's and, nice and to to see, me, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can I can finally enjoy it now it's happening for to, yes. to a top top club. But um when it was happening for us Especially in that first season, we were at the London Stadium. It was a bit of a bit of a nightmare, but I, I I have to have him in there because of the passion that he showed to the club, which you don't often really get as a goalkeeper. Like they're, they're, a lot of them are, are quite reserved and and whatnot. They spend more time shouting at their defence than they do turning around and sort of geeing the geeing the crowd up. But with Adrian, you could tell he really loved the club, and um, that penalty shootout. Against against Everton, I'm I'm yeah. I, I'm not sure if many people have picked Adrian on your on your series before, but um, that would definitely be a moment that would have come up. I, I, I'm sure when it when he yeah. when he took them gloves off when he it was it went round and it's finally hit his turn to take the take the penalty against was it Rob Les in goal for them? That I think it was Rob. Yeah, yeah, it? yeah, or, yeah, something like that. Ruba Robbers, something like that. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And uh, yeah, and I mean, no, what I think it has been. So, there were so many penalties taken; it got to the goalkeeper. So it must have been about the eleventh penalty or whatever. And uh, yeah, yeah. the the confidence that Adrian had to have had to take his gloves off and throw yeah. them before hitting the ball. Imagine if he'd missed and he had to go back and pick his gloves <laughs> back up and put them on. <laughs> yeah. Well, he had someone to put them on because he couldn't put one glove on. So he put one glove on and he couldn't get the other <laughs> yeah. one on. So like, come here, come here, Winston. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So. So I I just think moments like that and then, and then obviously the celebration where he's just run and just knee slid yeah, and stuff is awesome. how often do you get to see a do you see a goalkeeper do a knee slide like that like not <laughs> not not often so I think although he was not the best goalkeeper I think he'd probably be the no. first to tell you that he it it he he was a weird one wasn't he Russ because he'd have like four or five great saves in a row and 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 there'd be like that split moment where we've got wow we've got prime Manuel Neuer and then and then he'd like overhead kick the ball into his own net or something and keep it up punches or something it's like what is this guy about he he was like the Jekyll and Hyde of, of goalkeeping but he gave me a lot of um a lot of entertainment just just watching him and I think what really cemented him as a, as a, as a fan favourite uh, for me um, especially was Mark Noble's testimonial. I was lucky enough to, to to go to that one and and when he ran the length of the pitch and and, and put it in the net, I was like, this guy's up for a laugh and and I can really yeah. buy into that. Yeah, you're right, and uh, and I think I think you know he's a typical West Ham player because he just he just embodies West Ham. You know, West Ham turn up three four times a season uh, at all prime eleven. You know, it's like wow, and then. Mm-hmm. We're absolute dog shit for another six games and, and that was a bit like Adrian bless him he would have a really good game and you hope he had a really good game against a Tottenham rather than a I don't know West mm-hmm. Brom or something like that but yeah. no, he was he was he was good fun weren't he yeah yeah, yeah. there's a good chat no, I like that I agree with it pick him? Uh, again it's a generational thing so um, he has picked up it has come up quite quite a bit because of that so we've had mm. a few commentators and stuff like that we've done like, you know they're commentators 11 and you know they haven't had the they had the chance before to say, and here comes the goalkeeper. And, you know, it was, it was like, it was like the football version of a mic drop, wasn't it? Really? It was like, mm. that's it. The gloves are off. Yeah. Done. That's yeah, done. Yeah. You know, a bomber mic drop moment. But yeah. uh, no, he was a man. Right. We're going yeah, to defend. Perfect. Now you've got, I know you've got four defenders. We're not going to go into any position. 
um, mm. just because in case you're in the wrong position to ever because I'm yeah. as shit as you because he's that. Right, so go with the first defender. Who's your first defender? Yeah, yeah, it's because like I texted you earlier, uh, uh, I, I've seen you have a lot of fans on it. They know football inside out. Um, yeah. my, my knowledge of West Ham's fairly decent, but but when it position like who whoever who's a left back, who's a right back, I don't really know. I, I'm I'll, I'll just watch the game. I'm I'm not I, I don't yeah. study the stats or the, or whatnot. So yeah. uh, my first first defender. Um, I mean probably a very 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 all of these are going to be common picks, but I've got I've gone for I've gone for Winston Reid just because I yeah, think he's. Yeah, yeah. An, uh, if it wasn't for the injuries, he'd be even more of a club legend than he is now. And um, that, again, mate, I, I'm not breaking any boundaries here. I'm sure a lot of people have mentioned this, but that, that last goal he scored at Upton Park in, in that final game when we beat Man United 3-2. Yeah. And I, 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 I didn't go to the game. I c- couldn't go. But um, I've heard a lot of people talk talk about being there and that. Gio, um, I mentioned him because I know he was there and that was his best moment as a West Ham fan. And, I just, I just try and imagine what that was like to be in the stadium that night because I was sat at home, just glued to my, to my computer, just, just watching it. And, and oh, yeah. mate, it must have been magical, eh? It was, it was, it was a weird yeah. day because I, I was on, I was on jury service that week. No, I was, I wasn't on. I was a, a member of the jury. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, that oh, week. Wow. So, but luckily, my, uh, my case got um, deferred to the afternoon. So I drove up to the ground early, and, and there's a guy writing a book about, about the last game of the bowling and um, a guy called Danny Lewis. And so I've done an interview mm. for him. And, um, and the idea was that I got there early, like eight o'clock and spent like three hours walking around the ground when there's no one there. And it was just amazing. You know, I had a piss in the, I had a piss in the changing room. Um, you know, you know, sat in my old grand, was sat with my granddad and, and it was yeah. just a mental day because like everything f- fucked up that day as well. And we had these production company come in to do like the, uh, the end of sea, the, the you know goodbye bowling thing, and they mm. they just kicked through these windows, like our soundproof windows, so I could hear the crowd for the first time in like ten years, like fifteen years, like whoa, yeah, um, yeah, it's very surreal, but yeah, he was magical, man. yeah, we, and and it's great, you know, and he's doing all right there, he's doing all right in, in Kansas, and uh, I think he might be back in January, so who knows? Really, I, do you reckon, it was, reckon there's there's room for him in the team again, or? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, I think the fact that we didn't get Craig Dawson on a permanent, we got him on a loan. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. I I love that bit of commentary as well. When because because Winston scored the winner, didn't he? The the third goal was it. Yeah. yeah, I love the bit of commentary when it's like Winston Reid. He he jumped so high, he nearly touched the sky, or something like that. It's like that is the yeah. perfect bit of commentary. Sometimes, yeah. it, like once in a blue moon, there'll be a bit of commentary where you're like, "That is the perfect line you could you could have used," and that yeah, yeah, yeah. That, just, that just that just absolutely get, gave me tingles. And yeah, many many a tear was shed that night um, watching it from my from a little home in, in in Norwich, like the little plastic I am. <laughs> it was really i remember watching like leaving the ground and you see people like like blokes like four or five in, in a row with a massive like advertising hoarding which they must have just ripped off like <laughs> and walking it down the road i think how are you gonna get this on the train you know it's like oh i got got my bit of west Ham. and i was gutted because i was there on my own i could have i could have really pocked it like shit like you know i didn't think about that i'm just i'm too i'm too genuine i'm too honest that's a trouble Jack, yeah right? Just right, okay, we'll put mate. Winnie. Yeah, exactly. Winnie reads in. Who's who's your next defender, man? I've gone for Ginger Pele, mate. Ginger oh, Pele, James Collins, club legend. Two spells at the club. He had that little that little kind of break in the middle where he went to Villa. I think it was. Um, yeah. I mean, we all make mistakes, don't we? We all make mistakes. We but uh, it, it was Villa. You went to, wasn't it, Russ? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even, so even even when he wasn't with us, he needed that that home comfort of the claret and blue strip. That's yeah. that's what it was. For for me, <laughs> Collins like he gave his heart. He gave one hundred percent every single time he played. Again, a bit like Adrian, like he'd be the first to say he probably wasn't the most technically gifted player, no, nope. like nope, at, yeah. at all. But but absolutely, when he had a solid game, he he had a, a solid game. And I mean, he was a little bit like no disrespect to the lad because obviously he is a club legend and he's in my eleven ultimately, which is the biggest <laughs> praise you can get as a player. But um, but but he is a little bit. For me, it was kind of like a defensive version of Adrian in terms of it, it kind of like it'd have it'd have like a few good games in a row, and then he'd try to do a Maradona turn in his own box and fuck it up. And it's just, uh, why did it was always a mistake. Do... Yeah, there was always yeah. a mistake in him, blessing, wasn't there? But you know it, when it was going to happen almost once yeah. a game, to be honest. But yeah, 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 yeah. But he, he was, he's just, he's just an absolute rock. I think he, he kind of summed up a lot of of, of what West Ham's about. He, he had all, yeah. all the kind of minerals to to make a to a West Ham fan fan favorite. And you know, I think there's a saying in life, um, something like, "If you love something, set it free. If it's meant to be, it'll come back." And that's very much what happened with the old Ginger Pele. He, he came back. I'm, I can't remember how many seasons he wasn't with us. I wasn't. I don't think two, two or three. Maybe was it something like that? It does, uh, yeah, something like that. But then he came. But it seemed to be like almost like a quantum leap type thing because he seemed to be away for not many years and he came back completely different person. He came over with that. Like, he left with like ginger hair, like spiky ginger yeah. hair and clean cut. He came back with a skinhead and a oh, cool. skinhead. Sorry, talking about James Collins came over <laughs> skinhead, a massive beard and just seemed more rugged and he seemed more of a West yeah. Ham player. But yeah, I love. No, he's a, he was he was great and I love Absolutely a player who who gives their shirt to a, a, a player, a kid. But purposely, you know, rather than just sort of take it off and fling it into the crowd, he'd pinpoint mm-hmm. someone in Chav Corner, go over and hand it to the one kid and like yeah. give it a yeah, and you know, he's yeah. like, his tattoos it, and stuff. I mean, yeah, it's class. Yeah. It, it, he it's like if you imagine like uh, like a fan playing, do you know what I mean? If, yeah, if, yeah. If, you, if you can see a fan, it, it oh, actually on there doing it, and it, uh, in the form of a professional footballer, you just you just you just warm to them even more. He, I think we all saw a little bit of ourselves in James Collins, really. So yeah, yeah, top top man. And now he's obviously going into punditry and 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 whatnot. And I think he see, comes across like a top top bloke. So he uh, he's one yeah. of them ones where I'd, I'd love to have a pint with James Collins because I think it'd be class. Yeah. One of one of my friends, um, Will Brazier, he's a, he's a freelance presenter and he does. He, he he does the uh, official Carabao Cup um, show with Akin Fenwa, and he did an episode with Collins, um, and he, he just texted me after and sent absolute sound bloke. I was like, perfect. That's yeah. all I needed to hear now. Yeah. Straight in me eleven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we might. We're trying to get him on. I've got, I've got, yeah. I've got, uh, I've got a few spies, a few uh, <laughs> Agent Effrington. He's trying to get, get, trying, oh, to get trying to get. Him. It's, it's so weird, honestly. Fucking like six months ago, like I wouldn't. <laughs> Think of texting Matty Effington. Oh, yeah, can you get James Collins on for me? Like, what? what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Play yeah. Other day, you know, you put your phone on CarPlay and, and like you get your CarPlay text. And I had you, I had Stuart Slater, I had like in my recent text, I was like, this is mental. Now. This is, I love it, but it's mental. Yeah, right. that's what I love about YouTube, well, mate. It's- so good it's, it's crazy isn't it it's like you know mm. meeting like people anyway um anyway we'll yeah. put uh put ginger in who's your next defender mm-hmm. defender three probably i'm trying to look at my team now to see if this is probably the, the oldest we go back i'm not too sure thomas repka oh yeah absolute Sorry. nutter 
He was absolute nutter, and he he was from from the um from the kind of like era of players in which I it, that was my era. That was my era yeah. when I firmly firmly fell in love with with the club. I'm talking yeah. like you had your Christian Dailies, like Marlon Harewoods, um, Yossi Benayounes, like all all of them kind of players. That 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 was my yeah. my era. And Thomas Repka, I mean, I don't remember much of kind of like the first few seasons that he played. I remember like the, the kind of like towards the end. Like I obviously remember that final game against against Fulham when it when he broke down in tears. And yeah, I yeah. mean that that moment as well. I know we spoke about it briefly with James Collins, but that moment with Repka when when he when he cried as he was walking off the pitch, that kind of summed up a lot of what West Ham's about as well. Because West Ham yeah. are kind of like this working men's kind of like East London club that like come from come that don't come from any kind of like privileged background, like fucking hard working blokes and that. And then we do wear our heart on our sleeve, West Ham. Like mm. we, we we do show with that final game at Upton Park and that. Like some we like to be like oh like East London lads and whatnot. But you you do see this vulnerability to West Ham fans from time to time because of the pain that we've yeah. gone through through the years of yeah. of supporting the club. And I think that's personified no better than 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 in Thomas Repka. Yeah, it's true. And he's just like, but because we love a nutter, don't we? We love. <laughs> yeah, we do. We did then. We did then. Now I don't think. I don't think Thomas Rep would get many games on the, you know, at the moment with VAR and stuff. But yeah. um, no, yeah, he was just, he just was mental. And obviously now he's, you know, he's his legendary status is is even more so having retired from the game. You know, he's in prison at the moment. I think, he, you is know, he? he's, he's yeah, honestly, you, you, if he came out, it'd be great on your podcast, honestly, because he's he literally he he's um yeah I think he it was it was talk I think he blackmailed didn't he do. Um, he blackmailed his his ex girlfriend with sex photos or something like that. Oh allegedly. wow! Um, and he used to hire cars and sell them. So, oh. <laughs> honestly, what? check his rap sheet now. I think he's in prison again. I think he's become even more of a legend after playing for him. even more of a West Ham sort of player <laughs> after leaving. Thought he would do that. Wow. He's brilliant, man. Yeah, I didn't know that, honestly. mate. I didn't know that at all. No, brilliant. Honestly, he's brilliant, and uh, yeah, it's, it's nice when you <laughs> see that. Armband in the eleven there. <laughs> yeah, have to. There's a great story coming out. One of the fans who uh, we do sort of away day stories things. There's, there's one of the fans, uh, a guy who was interviewing him uh, in Sweden um, from the, on, a, on a pre-season, and uh, yeah, it's it's a really funny story uh, about Thomas Repka. So I won't spoil it because it'll be going out after our interview. But um, no, yeah. it's very, very good. But he's he's brilliant, oh, Thomas Repka, man. I just love him, absolutely love him. Oh. Right, okay. So we got we got reps in. Uh, one more defender. Who's going to be your fourth defender then, Jack? So I, I did struggle with this. Um, I did struggle. I was I was debating Christian Daly as I just mentioned, but I've got I've gone for um, Anton Ferdinand. Nice, nice. Um, again, from that era that I really I really loved. Um, I'm not going to sit here and claim to re to remember much of of Anton Ferdinand. I just remember kind of like the standout moments. I had a little refresher before we before we came on to do this. Obviously, watched that volley back against i didn't realize to be fair you know that volley scored against fulham i didn't realize that was yeah. in the same game in in repka's final game wasn't it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's mad and i was going through the youtube comments and someone was like that was also the same game that uh dean ashton was unveiled to the crowd so it's just a, what a game that was that's probably why game. that game does stick in my memory like uh, yeah, from yeah. all of the random games that i watch but anton, anton ferdinand i mean like just just a just a solid player absolute solid player i think you could could have gone for 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 Rio, but he's a, I'm a bit too 
young for that i guess yeah. like i, yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. remember it so yeah I, I probably the probably the player on my team looking for it now that i remember the least of but the the things i do remember of him really do live live long in the memory i was exactly. a, i was a big fan of, of of lucas neil as well so i was debating debating him but i think yeah. anton just just takes it for me yeah 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 and he's uh, yeah i mean also like you know you say about fans anton's still a massive west ham fan and we've had him on obviously and he's just he's just a yeah like a really nice bloke and like you know yeah. you know i mean you get it as well with podcasts where you don't really have to talk and mm-hmm. the stories and you don't you know i was like mm, should i to ask about what's it like to have a you know a really successful brother and yeah. and follow but and he just came out with it and just spoke about yeah. it and i was like Oh, fucking hell. I look like fucking a wicked journalist, you know, wicked interviewer. And <laughs> he just said it all. And it's like, you know, I can yeah. sound quick that afterwards. But no, nah, top, mm-hmm. top bloke. Honestly, yeah, love him, yeah. love him, love him. Right, top man. Let's move, top into, man. Let's move into midfield. Mm-hmm. Right. Go on, you go through the team as you want, Jack, go on your, on your yeah. sheet, on your computer. Cool. I've got um, the, a player that I remember being my first favourite player. Uh, yeah. And that, that, that you mentioned him um, uh, earlier. It's, it's Matty Everington. Ah. Oh. Absolute legend, absolute legend. Like, obviously, my my fondest me- as a, as I mentioned at the start, this is a, a big moment. Eleven, so all of these have, have kind of like one standout moment. And and mine was his performance against Ipswich in yeah, the yeah. in the playoff semi final. It was probably probably I think we I think we did lose the playoffs that year. I think that might be when we got was that against yeah Palace, got, I yeah think? yeah 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 it was yeah yeah. And that was my first memory um, in my lifetime. I think West Ham have played three playoff finals. I want to say, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and yeah, and 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 that was the first first ever experience with the playoffs and being yeah, in the championship, yeah. or or that could have even been would that have been the championship back then? Yeah, it was. I, I yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, and that that was my my first experience seeing us in a in a in a in a different league. And although that comes with some kind of excitement because you get a lot more wins and and whatnot, like the the Premier League's the Premier League and the promised land. And and Matthew Everton's performance in that second leg against Ipswich, I think we'd lost yeah. the first one. Uh, we we lost or we drew. Um, yeah, yeah. And then Matty, like Matty, um, but, yeah. I think I, I think it might have been one nil to Ipswich in the first one. And then we we turned it around and won two nil in, in the second. And that that game is one of my favourite ever West Ham games. Yeah. From time to time, I go back and, and watch watch it through all the way on, on YouTube. Um, and and Everton was the standout player. He, he scored the equaliser, and I believe he may have whipped the corner in for the second one. I think the second goal was Christian Daly when he lost his when he got. I think he lost a tooth while he's during during the I goal or something. I remember, I remember afterwards because we had to give him the mic because he wanted to do like he did like this little brave heart, like heart like full time like on the pitch because obviously it was, mm. a, it was like and I'm give we gave him the microphone because I, I remember it because I had to turn turn the bass all the way down because he had like this big Scottish accent you know it was like you know. <laughs> Our oh, freedom, you know, that type of thing, you know, but yeah, we got to Cardiff, we're gonna win, it's like, yeah, yeah, and it's like, yeah, no, no, the Palace. I remember that. Again, I still that's, can't, that's when I, if I still DJ like for like, for, like family, friends, or whatever, for like, I don't know, birthdays, or whatever, and someone comes, oh, can you play, um, do you play Glad all over? And I was like, yeah, 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 no, never play it because that's all right, I can close my eyes and envisage a sea of yellow shirts in Cardiff bopping to Glad all over, and it's like, do you know what? I just, oh, god. Oh, Still too great painful. Song. Too painful. Yeah. But Matty, yeah, Matty is the man. I've got loads yeah. of time for that man. He's lovely. And yeah, top, said, top guy. Top guy. Top guy. Go on, who's next, man? Um, okay, we're getting we're getting to the more sort of star 
star players Ooh. now. Um, no disrespect to the other people listed. Um, Dimitri Payet, I have to. And it leaves a yeah. sour taste in my mouth. It, it, it really does leave a sour taste in my mouth because obviously the way the way in which he forced that move, it's it's just one of them ones where you need to be to to lose to leave a club in the manner that he left the club and still be considered yeah. as 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 one of the best ever. You need to be another level above everyone yeah, yeah. else because to, to to put him in into this team like it's almost like sacrilege as a West Ham fan because I mean he, he's in over Noble uh, which is which is mental to say like yeah, I say yeah. that out loud that mental Noble is the club legend he's Mr West Ham I think the reason why I'll just quickly explain why Noble's not in is because he's too much of the fabric of the club so it's almost too obvious like do yeah, you know what I mean it's like forget- you almost like you forget about him. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like you know, like because it's like it's always he's been always there. I mean, particularly for your 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 sort of fan career. Yeah, most of it has been Mark Noble has been in the team or the squad. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. So it's, it, yeah, no disrespect to Noble. He's he he's almost ingrained in it. It's, it's it's kind of like when somebody goes, um, "Do you want milk or sugar in your tea?" Uh, and and they never ask if you want the tea bag. Mark Noble is the tea that that's already in. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, you, don't to, you don't need to mention that. And then, yeah, but yeah. Um, Dimitri Payet, mate, it's just oh my, that 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 last season at, at at the bowling ground. It was just it was just unreal. I I think. I was, I was there for when he scored the free kick against, I think it was Crystal Palace, you know, that yep. crazy one where it dips and just touches the crossbar yeah, on the way. And I think it does. Yeah. And, and, and then, um, and then I was there again the season after, obviously just before it all went sour, when he scored that Maisie run, the solo run against Borough and he sat yep. like four or five Borough players down on their ass. Twice, and, and, yeah. And, and yeah, it was just, Oh my God. It was just, he, how often do West Ham get a player like that? No. It's, it's and then I think every West Ham player going into that was he was with us when we were when the Euros started. Um, yeah, and I think every West Ham player kind of knew that he was going to have a like an insane Euros. And although yeah. he was doing bits for for West Ham, I don't think the rest of the I don't think the rest of the world kind of knew how how no. well the, the, the player was going to. And I think the France obviously it was in France I think so France kicked it off uh, kicked the tournament off and and Payet scored on on opening night I remember like late late on and that was just like he is our player I remember Slavin Bilic stood on the on the, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. Uh, table in the punditry room just jumping up and down I was like I don't when did this when does this happen to West Ham no. how have we got him it was Never. it was crazy so as 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 much as obviously he broke my heart when he when he left in the manner that he left and it definitely broke Slavin's heart as we know from that yeah. that that famous press conference, but um, yeah, I, I, he just has to be in there. Russ, there's just no one, yeah. no one that comes really. Well, no, there's right. one name I'll get to later, but there's, there's yeah. as far as that midfield goes, he's just a absolute no. maestro. Yeah, no, having uh, having having the you know we had the man. Do you know what I mean? We had we had prime. You know, we had inform. You know, he was like he was the he was the guy that was top of all the fantasy football league teams, and he was like yeah. what, he was our player. And it was like yeah. it was strange. I remember getting congratulated in a pub, watching the <laughs> watching the watching that France game. And the girl went in, went out, Russ, like slapping me in the back. I was like, yeah, I was instrumental in that transfer from Marseille. <laughs> Clearly, I've put a lot of lot of effort in. Thanks, mate. But no, yeah, it's, uh, yeah he was. I, I just think you know, you get people like that. You do literally get people like that once in the generation. Um, yeah, yeah. We, I don't think we'll have a. Well, who knows? We may have another Ballon d'Or nominee eventually. You know, Ben Rama. 
Who knows? I just, I, you got a bit about. Because this will come out like two days after the transfer deadline, and he's probably you know yeah. broken both legs and he can't play. You know, he's not coming to us, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, we can dream as we are because we're West Ham fans, right? Okay, uh, we yeah. put Dimmy in. Who's next, man? I've gone for Scott Parker um, oh, purely nice. just because um, Hammer of the Year three years in a row. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, it does surprise me a little bit. I, I kind of get it, but it surprises me when West Ham fans are anti Scott Parker because because obviously I went to Tottenham and that. But for, for what he did for that team, like how many? To, I don't know if there's ever been another player that's got Hammer of the Year three years in a in a row. Is there? Like, I think that I, I don't think uh, so. it's well before my my age. You know, it could yeah. be Billy Bonds or Bobby Moore. But yeah, it, even right. even if so, they're in. He's in the same ilk as Billy Bonds and Bobby Moore. You know, it's, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's like, even like you know. I don't think you can judge somebody for wanting to better their, their career. Like if, if it, if it, if it you know, there's more of a, there's more of a reason to despise Pat Pyatt. You give us one beautiful year and one, 1. Yeah. 1.5 and, and, and then he's, and then he's left and pushed through that, that, that transfer. Obviously Jermaine Defoe, he was the, People said he was the rat that jumped the sinking ship and whatnot. Though yeah, you, yeah. you can justify you having a bit of a distaste for him. Parker, I don't think I might be wrong here, and I'm sure the fans will let me know in the comments. But I don't think Parker ever pushed through a transfer. I think he was always um, a, a model professional. Free, yeah. he could he could have left way before he left West Ham. Easy, he could have yeah. like, yeah, and 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 to to want to better his career and go to Tottenham, who were arguably better at the time, and, and you could argue still are. But but um, what what I mean, what's wrong with that? I think at the time as well, he'd, he'd broken in through to that England setup. Yeah. Um, I think I think he'd worn the armband a couple of times. I'm not I'm not I'm not, I'm not entirely sure on that, but I think maybe he had, had the armband on a couple of times, which could again could have got that wrong. But um, what what a player! What absolute yeah. pro! So yeah, he, he's no, in I there agree. for me. No, I he's agree. It winds me up because I think, but also I think it's more of a it's more of like an old fashioned perception. Oh yeah, you shouldn't have gone top. You could have gone anyone, but but then again, like everyone was like literally like wishing Declan Rice out the out the at the door this this transfer window. Oh, if he goes yeah. to Chelsea, yeah, fair play, you know. Yeah. What? Yeah. You know, it's like yeah, yeah it's like you have not that there's there is so many parallels with with that that and Scott Parker. And you know, what winds me up as well, you know, when people we revere people in sort of you know the Martin Peters, God bless so and stuff. Martin Peters left to go to Tottenham. Um Bobby mm. Moore was was gonna go as well and yeah. to Arsenal yeah. or Tottenham, you know, and it's like but Parker who'd given us three years, he'd basically carried that team, that shit team on yeah. his back. Yeah. I'd see him out the you know out the players' lounge sometimes like literally crawl out, you know, because he'd put yeah. so much effort in. Oh, yeah, just up. Oh, man, and yeah. I just I just love the way he played. I, even like the little things like shirt tucked into the shorts, like the, yes. the little curtain hair or the sweep over haircut. He was like he seemed like an old fashioned footballer that had yeah. come back at the, like as a regen for the for the new times. And yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I'd love to shake that man's hand. Like, that, yes, I, I'd go for a pint with Thomas Repka. And, yeah. and, and James Collins, but with, with Scott Parker, I'd just have to shake his hand and go, "Thank you, sir," and that and that would yeah. be enough. I'd love for me. to ruffle his hair. I don't know. He's just got that hair, you know. Maybe someone yeah. used to it anymore. And I used to having hair like that, but just to ruffle his hair because yeah. obviously, you know, you, you know, he cares. So obviously, when when Fulham went up and there was that, you know, and he's like after after match interview, and they 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 dubbed it to the streets, which is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he's yeah. just like you know, I just think he's so genuine. He's such a genuine bloke. And I just think, yeah, I'd love him back one day. I'd love him back. Yeah, and there we go. I've said it. Right. Okay, <laughs> Scott Parker. Who is next? Then Jack. Um, 
So obviously, I, I know you go for a four-four-two format on here, um, but I struggled so much with trying to fit three three right. forwards in that I've I've actually I've actually put the Canio there. Um, no, yeah. I mean, he could he could play on the wing from time to time. So 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 that's that's I've, I've I've put him in there to give me two more options up top. Now, mate, you've, you say you've done two hundred episodes of this. I'd be surprised if he wasn't in one hundred ninety of them. Do you know what I mean? Like he he yeah. like he he is my favorite West Ham player ever. He's a lot of West Ham f- f- uh, fans' favourite players ever. Uh, got a bit of a bit of a story about Decanio when I when I was first falling in love with football, but before I'd gone to my first game and whatnot, and I was just a little kid. And every Christmas, I was just getting West, loads of West Ham stuff. Like my mum sent me a vi- video the other day of, of me at Christmas, and I'm opening these presents, and I'm just looking at Dad, and I'm going, "More West Ham, Dad!" And like everything is just West Ham, West Ham, West Ham. And I remember it's the first year. Must have been about eleven, something like that. The first year I'd ever bought my dad a present because you know when you're a kid and like one of your parents will buy your other parent a present and say it's from you, but it's yeah, but it's, yeah, it's not yeah. really from you. This is the yeah, first yeah. year I, I'd saved up some pocket money and I bought my my dad a, a present and and um you know them footballers with the big bubble heads, the tiny little yes. things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, so at the time to to buy them, they they came in packets. You couldn't see which one you were getting. It was all part of like the random like selection of what yeah, one you get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad, like three or four quid from like Kerosene's toys or something, and uh, <laughs> and, uh, on Christmas Day, and he opened it, and we got the Canio, and for for oh, a, for a little amazing. kid, like getting that out of, all, I think it was like eighty or ninety players you could have got, and um, yeah, we got the Canio, and I've got it here. It sits on it sits on my desk with me now. Oh. Uh, <laughs> absolute class. So you probably so sell many, that. Many... Probably worth having now. <laughs> Probably, and I, I think it's got a little fold on it because I don't know if you can see that, right? You probably can't see it, but the West Ham badge is at, at, actually printed upside down. So, <laughs> so <laughs> even more that so, means... that's like yeah, even more so. Like, we have some beans, but uh, I love that. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, my sadly, my daughter's not in that. Um, she's still uh, daddy buys the presents for mummy. <laughs> Thank God for Amazon Prime Day. That's all I'm saying. There we go. Yeah. But yeah, sure. no, I know. So, it's, and it, I love stuff that happens. But yeah, Paolo was just a man, weren't he? He's lovely. We we could sit here and talk about him all day, but I'm sure that's pretty yeah. much uh, what you you've had 200 episodes of it, mate. So, so I'll, I'll I'll spare no, you and just say yeah, yeah no, Canio's cool. in there. In yeah, no, oh, he's man. in mine, and yeah, he was a he was an entertainer, wasn't he? We watched, you know, it's like you go to football, you you yeah, it's for the skill, but you like to be entertained, and mm-hmm. there was no one better, no one better. No, Same as you, he, best, best, even, best even when he's sitting on the floor and he's demanding to be subbed off and stuff, like, even like, stuff like that. It's just like yeah. Yeah, that's that's worth that's worth its weight in gold when it comes to a football tickets. Like, yeah, is. brilliant, brilliant. It's a soap opera. You, you were excited, mm-hmm. a bit like Pyatt in there. I mean, yeah, you'd go, you were in, excited to go to the game because you didn't know what Pyatt was going to do with a ball. Mm-hmm. In the same way, that sort of that nine, sort of late nineties, early two thousands. You went to the game because you were excited because you know what was going to happen at all, whether yeah. it was going to be Decanio was going to have a worldie or he was going to, like, as you said, sit on the ball. And mm-hmm. it was almost like, and what made me laugh, I was, I was watching that Bradford City game again and um, where sort of ev- like the whole remit, remit rather of, of part of Decanio De came through. You know, he had the, he's sublime, he was an idiot, he was da da da. And um, it was like when, when they started seeing, I mean, obviously he had the song, same as Pyatt, they, they have a song, mm-hmm. I love a play of a good song. And it was mm-hmm. almost like it was it was like part of a game and it like a computer game. He was energizing himself, like full health again. You know, he yeah. was like, I will play yeah. on, I will play on. He's like, and it's just like, oh, I loved it. He was, yeah. he was absolutely yeah. brilliant. 
so and and you know and i know you've got tattoos and you know i respect Mm -hmm. anyone who gets tattoos because you know i'm so phobic of needles and um, right i i once passed out my bcg test not even like the, the test you know like the staple gun thing yeah and i knocked out the poor the poor little nurse blesser god you know the captain of the first 15 football rugby team you're knocking the nurse, yeah so and he's got a tattoo at west ham tattoo you know and he's not even around these parts you know what i mean yeah. oh is that it yeah. has he got it on his back uh i don't know where it is i saw someone saw yeah. i saw a picture of it but it wasn't didn't see what mm. body part I just saw the, uh, yeah. the flesh but no, yeah <laughs> No, yeah, okay, right. Good idea Love putting it. him right on that side because I think then it means you, you free up some strikers. Right. Who's your first striker then, Jack? I've gone for Carlos Tevez. Uh, only played played in 20, 30 games for us somewhere in, somewhere in that region. I was surprised um, when, I, when I looked this up this morning that it, that it actually only scored seven goals. Like, yeah. I think a lot of people, a lot of people probably imagine it to be a lot more just because of how intense that period was that, that he did. He yeah. single-handedly kept us up that year, really, didn't he? Like, just t- turning it on. I think his first... Go- it, it, again, you mentioned football being a soap opera, and I, there's, there's no better way to, to sum it up as, as that, to be fair. And, and Tevez was was the protagonist in, in, that, yeah. in that soap opera because I th- first goal, I think he scored, was the free kick against Tottenham. Yeah. Was it? Against, yeah. was, and then he it ran was, in the yeah, crowd yeah. and... And and so it's like, what better way to announce yourself to the West Ham faithful, scoring a goal like that, and then tapped it, um, tipped, tipped it, topped it all off, topped it all off with um with that with that goal against uh, Man United, uh, Old Trafford that kept us oh, up um yeah. on the on the last day of the season, and I think that was probably because did he go to did Tevez go to to Man U and then Man City? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that would have yeah. been really what what kind of like. I think made Fergie go. Oh, we need a bit of that in ours. Yeah. He was just, he was just, he 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 gave everything. He was, he he had the, he had the skill and the talent of somebody like Payet, but then he was also that kind of like bulldog approach of somebody yes. like a Repka and whatnot. He had yes. it, he, he had it all. And yeah. I mean, you, you need an Argentinian like that somewhere somewhere in the squad. That kind of like. Oh, tough you. One. Mm, yeah, course, but... we had um, we had we've interviewed a lot of people, a lot of players around that time where they just like these two Argentinian nationals like dumped in like Chadwell Heath, and um, <laughs> and I remember I think it was Anton tells a great story about about Carlos and how um he didn't I mean I think I think Mascarano I think he he was he was doing English lessons, Carlos wasn't really bothered about that he just basically employed uh, a translator. And so, right. but he really wants to be part of the boys so much. So they're mm-hmm. having a night out. I know China whites or something quite possibly by then. Yeah. And, um, and Carlos was there with his interpreter on the dance floor. And so he's given it some like sweating bucket, like pointing an Argentinian tango, that clever footwork. Um, and, and this interpreter's on the dance floor, like, like in, as the as like the, the third wheel with like Anton on that lot as well. It's like, oh, I can just imagine so funny, but yeah, yeah, um, he, you're right. He's he didn't score a lot of goals, but they're very important. And it, I remember going a few games before, he was like everything was hitting the ball or just missing, and mm. and that goal it was like a release. And he was like, apparently after that goal, he was like, "Fuck, this is what I understand what West Ham is about now." And he brought yeah. back the the crossed irons. Right. We didn't do that for, for a year. We did it, I think it's like in the 70s and something like that. But I don't remember doing it until after he'd left and gone to Man, City, Man United and then yeah. did it at, when they came out. And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. He'd always have it's, that lesson. And I remember I, I went to West Ham v Man City on the final day of the season one year when, when we were playing, uh, when Tevez was at City. He came yeah. on 
for City. I think he came on the second half or he went off. And West Ham fans adored him. Like, we all stood on our feet, like, giving him a round yeah. of applause. Like, and he's playing for a different club at the time. And I, I, I think, uh, again, another one of these ones where I don't know if my memory kind of romanticises it a bit more looking back. But I yeah. think he took off his... Um, is is top at the end, and, uh, and he put and he put a West Ham top on, and just walked around, and then was like clapping when everyone was getting. I was just oh, like that, that. Yeah, what what a moment, what what a man. Like I just yeah. he, he he is West Ham personified. Uh, how many how many how many people put them in him in in quite, their teams? Quite, would you say? quite a few, quite a few from yeah. the. I mean, I used my spreadsheet up today, but no, quite a few because he's again for like that sort of for sort of uh, it's a generational thing. So yeah, he what he bought for that sort of that period, that great escape period. You know, it was exciting times, you know what I mean? And so for him, it was just like, um, I just I just thought he was, yeah. Again, he's like, I remember when he first joined, he was really unfit and obviously Pardew and then he left and then Curbs came in and Curbs basically just told him to stop running because um, he was mm. like running around like a blue-ass fly. He's like, stay up mm-hmm. front, you know, a bit like what Antonio does now. Don't come yeah. this way. You stay up there. We'll kick the ball to you. And then you mm-hmm. do your thing, and it and it just works. But um, yeah, no, yeah, he was he was he was special. And I didn't interview the other week. He was like saying that the only team he'd come back for um, in the, in Europe would be West Ham. Did he really? really? Yeah, really? <laughs> must love that pie and mash. Must love that pie and mash. But no, yeah. I mean, you've played for City. You've won. I think you won the league at City. He won stuff at mm. Man United. He played in Juventus. Nope, mm. I want to come back to uh well it wouldn't be gonna channel but he'd go back to rush green now so yeah. he'd be all lost at the moby dick pub mm. but yeah so um no he's no he's a good man no great one okay right Kalitos, who's the, who's the last piece of this puzzle the last last guy special special place in my heart for this man um dean yeah. ashton um yeah just just i mean I'm, I'm i'm from norwich lived in my whole life we got him yeah. from norwich and um there was already a little bit of a buzz in the air for for dean um yeah. i think with a lot of these players like saying about anton ferdinand i didn't didn't have much knowledge of him um my memories aren't too strong but with dean i kind of had i kind of felt like although he was already in the playing in the prem i believe with norwich um i i kind of feel like I had a little bit of inside knowledge on him because all my friends yeah, were, yeah, were, yeah. were were Norwich fans, and 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 and, I, and I'd go to Carrow Road a fair bit, and I'd, and I'd see him, and and it was just when we signed him, it was just it, I couldn't I I kind of felt like you, you know the, the arrogance that's 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 in us all somewhere where you hear a song or a band and you and you like you like it, and then and then it becomes popular, and you're like, well, I actually heard this song like yeah. a few few months before, yeah, like yeah, based yeah. on nothing. All you've done is listen to a song, but I kind of got this with Dean Ashton, and uh, when he signed, um, I, I I had this. I went home. I'd, I'd been playing at the park, and I'd fallen over. I'd tripped over like my sister or something, and I'd and I, I thought I'd broken my wrist. And I went home. I was crying. I said to my mum, "I went, mum, I've broken my wrist." And she went, "You haven't," because I, I was a bit of a, a hypochondriac anyway. I still yeah, am to this day. Sure. Yeah. But 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 she went. Um, she went. I'll t- I'll take you to get an X-ray. And she went. And if you have, I'll buy you the new West Ham kit. So on the way there, I'm really just hoping. Yeah, I'm trying to move it in the back of the back of, in the back of the car, trying to think. I wonder if I can snap it myself. And uh, and, uh, and I went to the hospital, and uh, as luck would have it, I did. I, I'd broken my wrist, so it's in a in a plaster cast for 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 six weeks. And then my mum bought me the uh, the kit, the new West Ham kit, and I had Dean Ashton on the back. 
and 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 that's probably one of my fondest West Ham memories, to be fair. And 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 um, and then that's before it even really kind of kicked the ball. Um, and yeah. and then we all know we all know what happened with him. Obviously, tragically, his career was cut short. Um, horrible, horrible, really, because he, he he could have literally been a star man for for England. Like there was no ceiling really on on, on what no. where he could go. And 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 um, it's, you know, remember that overhead kick? I think he scored against United. Was it? Um, yep. Yeah, and, and then he came back. I, me- I mentioned Mark Noble's testimonial earlier on. Um, oh, <laughs> scored an yeah. overhead kick, and he's, he's twice the size as he was when he was a player, but he's still scoring overhead kicks. So that's just, that just yeah. confirms, really, like if he'd carried on as a pro, he would have been doing that in the peak of his of his fitness and physical exactly. fitness. So fair play to the man. I, I, I sometimes see him around as well because I think he lives um, on the outskirts of Norwich. Um, yeah. Or at least he did before he... I know he's really getting into kind of like commentary or punditry and whatnot now. But um, yeah, I, I used to see him in the gym from time to time. And that was a real weird moment for me. That was yeah. a real weird... Like, I've, he's personified a lot of my love for West Ham growing up. Yeah. Was, everyone's got that one player that just... they. It could be the most random player ever. It could be a Christian Daly so, or yeah. someone. But Pete yeah, everyone has that. Oh, Pete yeah, Butler. fair. Yeah, so everyone <laughs> has that, that that one. But um, Dean, Dean Ashton was just just my one. Um, yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't think he, in that team of 11, he, he, he's the, the best player that, that, that was in there when you've got your, your Pyatts and Tevez and whatnot. But he, he's certainly up there and he, he's... Yeah, and, um, definitely. It, just, just, just beautiful memories for me, mate, really. Yeah, no, definitely. No, it is. Do you ever get, do you ever get nervous when you're doing podcasts? When, when, if you, like, guests and stuff, do you ever, like, say that Dean Ashton, do you, do you get, like, oh, shit, who's, he's like, oh, dear, I'm getting nervous today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, sometimes, sometimes, yeah. I, I've, uh, I've had a few on where it's like, yeah. I kind of, I kind of get more nervous when, not, not, not of the stature really, but of of somebody that's like, who, who does. It sounds weird, but for somebody who does uh, an art or or a profession that I admire, if that makes sense. Sure. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's like, so, for example, obviously when I first interviewed Gervais, that was a big moment. I was, I was really nervous then. But yeah. um, more recently, the more you do, the less you, you become, a, you kind of become accustomed to it and you don't get it. A- Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.